And you could kind of feel the air getting a little thinner because right. Shaq said that. Yeah. And then Shaq brings it back around. So he's like, you know, he's like, don't worry about me. He's like, you can say anything you want. Like, I got tough skin. He's no. like, and then by the way, Conan, if you hurt my feelings, I'm just going to whip your <laughs> And I was like, right. that's amazing. And then Conan was like, I'm actually frightened. Like, I was starting to feel better yeah. and safer, and now I'm scared for my life. <laughs> so, guys, one of the ways you can help us out is if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, just to go and give us five-star rating and comment, if you will. And follow. You could do all three in, like, three seconds. Yep. Actually, you can't comment in three seconds. Well, no. But it does help us out, these reviews, yeah. so we appreciate Unless it. Unless you write something like, you know, hey, or... F you. <laughs> Welcome to the Twerk Ethics Show. I'm JT. I'm Cooley. And we're a comedy podcast and YouTube channel. Yeah, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Pie Podcast. Apple Pie. And you, <laughs> uh, TikTok, we're on the gram. That's right. Instagram. Yep. And we're on YouTube. And YouTube. So, dude, you were telling me uh, earlier that, and I watched it too, but uh-huh. you were telling me you've been following Conan's last week for yeah. for mm-hmm. uh, his show on TBS. Yep. Um, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Mm, no. Okay. Bye, guys. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the TBS thing has been on for 11 years. And, of course, 10 if you don't count the pandemic. But Conan you know, was the whatever. best thing to happen to TBS since the Braves. Right? I I agree. Um and before that it was just George Lopez. Yeah. Nothing against George Lopez. No. But he's no Conan. No. Um he's no a lot of people. That's true. Seems like a nice guy. Yeah. It's just not that funny. Right. It's true. I've been watching Conan since nineteen ninety seven. Wow. I think you were just like two years old? No. I was like 11. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> um, we're not that far apart. Yeah. Um, yeah. So since 1997, I've been watching Conan. And when I first started watching him, I was like, who's this strange dude who has strange bands yeah. on all the time? Yeah. And I was just like, never heard of him. You mean like uh, not his house band. You mean like. Right, right, right. Like the, big bands. Or, yeah, or, the guest bands. Yeah, guest bands. And uh, just like bands I'd never heard of yeah. and still have never heard of. Dude, I remember <clears throat> our old drummer, Chris. Chris, if you're listening, what up? Hello, Chris. Um, he showed me Conan, a Conan episode where this band uh, named Finch was on it. Do you ever remember? Oh, remember yeah. Uh-huh. And the reason why it was shocking is because this was on live TV. Yeah. And Finch... They scream, and oh, so there's this yeah. there's this song called "What It Is to Burn," and uh, there's this part where shag, and then I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, this is on TV. Yeah. My next guests are here with a song from their new album, "What It Is to Burn." Please welcome Finch. And I remember that's when I was like, man, Conan's show is like really cool. Yeah. Dude. Like he could do pretty much anything he wanted to. Because if he, if he got on Jay Leno's lame show and Finch <laughs> right. was out there, Jay Leno probably would have interrupted him and been like, 
Uh, boys, you need to leave. Yeah. You know. Uh, it's, 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 it's not a taste. <laughs> I mean, yeah. oh, we don't like it very much, and uh, we just kicked him off the show. I'm going to be nice about this. Jay Leno is the worst thing I've ever seen. That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> he's Yeah, he's not. I'll give him a compliment. Okay. He's got a lot of nice cars. Uh, yeah. His car collection is amazing. And that's the best thing about him as a person. True. I better stop. I'm sure he's a nice guy, though. Yeah, he seems like a nice guy for yeah. a jerk. <laughs> Just not to certain people. I'm a little salty. Because of the Conan story. Oh, absolutely. So, I, I just, I already didn't like Leno. Conan was my dude, man. But after you, you mess with Conan, yeah. I was like, ah, I'm out. Yeah. And for the most part, Conan took the high road. He sure did. And uh, was very professional about it. And um, he did have the his inside, you know, jokes where sure. he just, right to the kisser. Yeah. That's him. But, you know, it was, nothing was like, <clears throat> you know, offensive in the long run or anything like that. So right. It's just short little jabs. That's it. But I have been a Conan fan for a long time. Sure. And, uh, or is, uh, who calls him Conan? Uh, Shaq. Shaq. That's right. Yeah. Conan. <laughs> and he does it <laughs> every time. Yeah. Yep. And nobody corrects him. No, because he is Shaq. Yeah. He will kill you. Which, any you. I listen, and I think you do too. I listen to the Conan podcast. Yeah. Um, I can tell you right now, if you guys are listening to this podcast and you're liking it, I guarantee you, you're going to like Conan's podcast. Yep. And it's called uh, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. So good. And I was listening to that Shaq episode on yeah. there. And it's amazing <laughs> because Conan, Conan, like, Starts to talk about some racism issues. Yeah. But, you know, as we do, we're like, how do I walk lightly here? How do I yeah. be careful? Blah, blah, blah. He's trying to be as respectful as he can. Yeah. And he says, Shaq, if I say anything that's offensive, I'm really sorry, blah, 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 blah. And Shaq's like, oh, man, no, don't, no, don't worry about me. He's like, I grew up in Texas. I grew up in South Georgia. Mm. Like, I got tough skin, blah, 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 blah. And you could kind of feel, the air getting a little thinner because right. Shaq said that. Yeah. And then Shaq brings it back around. So he's like, you know, he's like, don't worry about me. He's like, you can say anything you want. Like I got tough skin. He's yeah. like, and then by the way, Conan, if you hurt my feelings, I'm just going to whip your. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, right. That's amazing. And then Conan was like, I'm actually frightened. Like, I was starting to feel better yeah. and safer, and now I'm scared for my life. <laughs> but that whole episode, he called him Conan. Conan, yeah. So funny. And uh, so, like, this past week, he had his last week of shows. Actually ended last night. Right. And uh, said very nice things about his staff. And Conan's, like, like one of the sweetest dudes ever. Mm -hmm. Just like, And he just took time to, like, and the episode was an hour and 15 minutes, and he took those last 15 minutes to thank his staff. And yeah, I think that last 15 is what I watched on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Did you watch the whole episode? Uh, no, not yet. Okay, I want to watch what Jack Black yeah, did. Yeah, for sure, yeah. So. But yeah, I got a, I got all the episodes recorded okay. on YouTube TV. So, um, But yeah, so it was uh, a bittersweet end, obviously. He's still going to be... In show business, he's going to be on the, the Max HBO. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and the podcast. Yeah, and the podcast, which is great. You know, the late night thing, he's done it for years. That's why, That's how I know him. He's been doing it since 1993. and That's the end of an era. Yeah, end of an era. It's like a Fresh Prince or Friends. Yeah. Like when they're like looking back at the empty house. Yeah, for sure. That's kind of what it felt like last yeah, night. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so it was like, so I just wanted to say, if Conan ever watches this, yeah, ever, uh, props to you. Uh, it's been a fun ride since 1997. I know you're not going to be out of the limelight for certain, but like just an end of an era, and uh, it was a cool way the way you ended it, and uh, but yeah, it's since 1997. It's been a long, long time, and yeah. uh, it's been really, really cool. Yeah. So, yeah, he's the man. He's the man. Well, you could argue that this show. I'm not saying this show wouldn't exist, but it would not exist in the manner and the identity that it is without him. He sure. kind of paved the way for. He even says the words the smart and stupid existing yeah. together. It's yeah. like this show. We can have wit. And just do some really smart jokes, and then yeah. within five seconds, the dumbest joke you've ever heard in your life. Yeah, and that 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 silly mixed with sophisticated, it's like really hard to do, but it's an identity that of comedy that I really grew into. Yeah, and I think the first time I ever saw it was him. Yeah, sure. Because everybody's like, you're either like you're like Jerry Seinfeld, or you're like, uh, like Dangerfield or Rickles. Like you're the, you're this person. Yeah, and you, you know you have this thing, and Conan Conan had his thing of like, you're like, is he is he smart? Right. I heard he was the Harvard valedictorian, but he's <laughs> yeah. really dumb, like stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he says something, you're like, oh my god, he is smart. Yeah. And then immediate immediately he's like a a clown, and yeah. he just will go back and forth and back and forth, and it's one of the most comforting things ever to me. Yeah. It was just like it's a guy who's brilliant. But doesn't take himself too seriously. Absolutely. And it reminds me of a story you told me because, you know, even though Conan doesn't take himself so seriously, he he has a hard time taking a compliment. Yeah. Um, and it was, you, were, you were talking about this earlier about how it's probably because he never ran into the same guy you ran into at the yeah. drum shop. Was it the drum shop? It was, uh, it was a music store. It's kind of like a guitar center, but it was like the local. Okay. Uh, Music store, yeah, in uh, in Virginia, yeah, in Roanoke. Um, it was uh, this percussion player, been professional for like years and years. He was he's probably in his sixties when I met him, and uh, I was in my early twenties. My friend who worked there, Bobby, he was like maybe in his thirties, forties at the time, and he was the he was the drum guy there, and he's great drummer. So Super nice guy. Just if you wanted to talk about drums to somebody, that was your dude. Yeah. And if you just wanted to talk, that was your dude too. Yeah. He just wanted, he would talk about anything. Sure. And especially drums. Um, but uh, so he was telling me about the the percussion player, and he's like, best percussion player I've ever seen. And I was like, really? That's cool. And uh, and he was like. And he's like, he said, he said, thank you, Bobby. And then he's like, then he looked at me. He's like, and that is how you take a compliment. He was like, I know you're young. Um, you probably take a compliment. Let me just say you're doing it the wrong way. Yeah. 
Because if you say if somebody says you did a great job, and you should be like, oh no, nah, that's just that's eh, just you know it's whatever. He's like that is totally the wrong way to go about it. Yeah. He's like when you somebody compliments you, you say thank you, mm-hmm. uh, like a like a grown man, yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, and it goes a long way because if you if you take somebody's compliment, it's it's just like you're just throwing it away. Yeah, it's just like it doesn't matter. It's like you basically you're uh, you you're making them like doesn't validate them at all. Yeah, it makes them feel like they have no opinion that matters. Right. Because I I used to do it when I was younger. People were like, "Man, you're so good on guitar." Yeah, and I'd be like. No, man, I suck. I suck. Or like I would right. get done and, and the, the you know girls would come up to me and be like, that was so awesome. And I'd be like, oh, so sloppy. Oh, man, I played <laughs> right. so sloppy. And yeah. it's like that is more arrogant than actually taking the compliment. Absolutely. And I learned uh, that the best way to do it is it's, I didn't run into a, someone in a music shop, but I, I definitely learned the best way to do it is to – just say thank you, even if you don't believe it. Right. Yeah. If someone says, dude, For you're sure. the best guitar player I've ever met. You know? Yeah. My, my first response is, dude, you got a lot of research to do. <laughs> right. Like, I, I, I am I am objectively a good guitar player. Yeah. The best guitar player, not a chance. Right. But I don't say that. Right. Because that's extremely rude. Yeah. I might sure. say, wow, dude, I... That is flattering. Never heard that before. Yeah. Mm. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, man. Yeah. Glad I went and talked to that guy. Yeah. Um, because that's a, that's what I want to hear. Exactly. When I go compliment someone. Yep. I was just going to say, I was like, if somebody threw away my compliment, it would like it doesn't matter. It's just like, man, why did I even come up to you? Yeah. You know? I think that's why there's so many people in, that go up to Hollywood stars and they just kind of shun yeah. everybody off, you know? But that's what that's another different reason because they think they're awesome and they're just like you know what maybe you're not that good yeah <laughs> and to be clear that's what you think to be clear yeah. we are not putting Conan down we just know that no it's it's natural because I honestly think Conan doesn't believe he's as great as he is right and that's oh no it's, that's yeah. that's wonderful humility that but he really really is and um. I, I don't know. The, I, we've told this story before, so I'm going to make it really short. But you remember that time I was telling you that I was playing up in Bethlehem and this little kid came up after? Oh, yeah. It's like a two-hour thing that we were, we were doing. And yeah. I had a couple guitar solos that, I mean, I I went. I just went off. Right. It was just, it was the right time. Yeah. I was given permission to rock. Yep. Um, And, which, by the way, I just realized... That's the same record as last week. Sorry, guys. Uh, I really screwed it up. Great. I knew there was going to be an end to this podcast. <laughs> Can't we're believe done. we had Huey Lewis up there twice. Yeah, we're done. You know what? I'm glad you had that record up. Props to Huey. Props to Huey. He's so good, man. Yeah. Man, you and what? the news? Dude, Come on. One of the best news sources I've ever seen. Right? You know? Now let's go to sports. Um. I would like to talk today about the heart of rock and roll. Okay. All right. And then we could talk about heart and soul. And then we could say, bad is bad, and I want a new drug. Mm. Then we could also say, you know what, dude? You're walking on a thin line. Mm. But you finally found a home, and if this is it, okay? Please let me know. And then also, because you twerk at it, you crack me up Uh. with your honky-tonk blues. And this was produced by Huey Lewis. 
and the news. There we go. Now to sports. Now to sports. <laughs> All right. Yes. So this kid comes up to me after like I was just wailing. Yeah. And he, I, maybe, I don't know, maybe he was eight, ten, really young kid. Yeah. He comes up to me and he was like, uh, "I I really liked what you're doing, blah blah blah." And he, the funniest part about it was, <laughs> his I think his quote was. Just keep at it, kid, or something like. I don't. I don't. He didn't say kid. He was right. like, just, just keep at it. And it was so. Keep at it. It was so <laughs> patronizing. Yeah. But but because he was a kid, he wasn't meaning to be. How and old was I, he? Gosh, I laughed so hard. He was probably like eight years old. Yeah. And you're twenty. Yeah. Something. It's something like a sixty-year-old would have said to you to make you feel like crap. Right. Like, <laughs> I see you uh, mowed the grass. Yeah, keep, keep at it. Yeah. Keep at it. Keep and you're like, it. what do you mean keep at it? I'm going to give you a whole quarter. <laughs> but this little kid did it to me, and right. I just died laughing. <laughs> and I went and told the story to Joel and Jeremy Curtis and all that. Yeah. And they're like, just randomly, they I would play something awesome, and they'd look around, and they would just shake their head in approval, and they'd go, hey, keep at it. <laughs> <laughs> One day. That's awesome. Um, but anyway, I uh before we you know run out of time, yeah. I wanted to actually talk about the dad stories. Unless did you were you done with Conan? Uh yeah, I'm done with him. Completely. <laughs> I just didn't know if you, you had more to say about no, it. No, yeah, I mean it was it was an awesome run. So he's been a huge part of me being, well, you. funny, yeah, yeah, and uh, so yeah, I th- I think the the self deprecation for him, and when he told me that, when he told everybody that, not me, but when he told everybody that, I was like, okay, I kind of get that because I I could be self deprecating as well. Yeah. I think we all can, yeah, sometimes. But and when he said that, I was just like, that's a huge thing. For you to say, first of all, to the world, um, but it's also uh, it was good for me too because I was like, well, yeah, you know what, I could be like that too. So now I totally get your humor. Yeah. You know? So, but it was a <clears throat> it was a big eye opener for sure. Yeah. So, do you want to cry? No. You don't want to hold hands and. I did that last night. Okay. All right. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> I held my own hand. <laughs> Oh, well, I wanted to tell we'll this, with me? the story of uh, my dad's funny story and your dad's funny story. Okay. Um, I'm going to start with mine because this is how it naturally happened. I told you sure. my dad's story and then you responded with your dad's story, which both of them are just <laughs> amazing. Okay. So uh, we were talking about how funny our dads can be, but not only that, we were talking about how our dads were really, really good at talking to strangers. Sure. And our generation's Very just, extroverted. Yeah, our generation's just not. I mean, you could argue we probably have better, better, closer relationships. This generation's pretty good sure. at that. Yeah. Um, but talking to strangers is something that, like, even my generation and your generation got worse at. <laughs> right. I, like, sometimes I'm like, I don't know that guy. I wave at him. Yeah. But I, like, I don't. Really need to go. Well, talk growing to up, what were what were we taught? We were taught not to talk to strangers. That is, that's some logic. And then 
my dad has never met a stranger in his life. Yeah, that's and still doesn't. I never day. even thought about that. Yeah, but we were talking about how good they are at seed it. Seed was planted, and I remember we went to uh, Memphis, and we went to uh, the Kroger there, and uh, yeah. we we went in Kroger. We came out. And there was this big guy. I mean, huge. He was probably six and a half feet tall, maybe seven feet tall, and just jacked. Yeah. Just big jacked guy. And he was a black man. And and he uh he's so intimidating. Like you just have to see the guy. <laughs> right. He's yeah. like really scary. Yeah. And he's sitting out there almost like a bouncer with his his hands crossed. Yeah. And so my dad just goes up to him. And you know, my dad is my height. Yeah, not muscular, um, right? And he's he's just he <laughs> just goes up to him and hits him on the on the uh, shoulder. He goes, "Hey, man, you keep eating your wheaties, you keep working out." And then he flexes his muscle. He said, "One day you gonna be like me." And that uh, that guy busted out laughing. <laughs> he just couldn't believe it. But I'm like, yeah. man, man, my dad is a master at this, right? And it's like I probably if I if I it went over every time if I sat and thought about it I could easily have come up with a joke that good yeah but my problem is I would have talked myself out of it I'm like uh, yeah. guy, what if I do that and the guy gets pissed that I even said anything about his the but they don't do that away. nope they don't do that they don't think about the and repercussions was, they're just like whatever just it's like it. one of the best comedy moments I've seen. In, yeah. in my life. Yeah. And it was my own dad. Right. It was amazing. <laughs> but I told you this story. Yeah. And then you you told me a story yeah. about your dad. Yeah. And I lost it. So. And it was basically like the same type of thing. Yeah. Big dude, ripped. And my dad is, I'm built like my dad, but he's like a couple inches shorter sure. than me. So he just walks up to him. He's like, he's like, hey man, I used to look like you. Then one day I sneezed and it all fell out here. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and like the dude uh, with your dad, he the mug totally lost it. And he was just like, oh, all right, this guy's this guy's pretty funny. Gosh. And, and he just came up to me with all of this. I think it's just like the the sneeze, man. Yeah. Gosh. It was like the the reaction of the guy, and, and both the dudes. Yeah, just like this dude just came up to me, and it's like, and they don't see that. Yeah, every day. No, you know they no, don't no. see that. They hardly ever see that. Yeah, it's just like because they're so intimidating. Nobody wants to come up to them sure. and just be like and talk about <laughs> them and their physique. Yeah, and the, our dads just do it, and they're just like, but I got a joke on the back end of it. And watch this. And you know? you know what? Let's end here. I'll tell you why. Because this is this is exactly what our show's about. It's yeah. about a healthy perspective. As we've talked about sometimes, life life just like I do and you do, we recognize it can be very serious and very boring. Sure. But with the right perspective and with a positive attitude, like you can really enjoy life. Yeah. You have to try. Yeah. But like I think we learn this from our dads. Right, sure. they're very, very. Everything's going to be okay. And yeah. Very positive, funny guys. And in that moment, it was it was a otherwise serious, dull. Here's another day in life. I'm just standing outside of Kroger. Yeah, my dad goes up to this guy, makes his day, 
makes my dad's day, makes my mom's day because she was there, and makes my day, and now I'm still talking about it. Yeah. And so, you know, th- with this show, <coughs> we just want to make you laugh and encourage you. Absolutely. Stay positive. Yeah. And that's what we're building is a, is a community of people who have a healthy perspective yeah. on life. Exactly. And, you know, this is going to be – this is going to grow into a dictatorship, and we're just going to take over the world. A dictatorship. A positive, uh, a positive dictatorship. Positive dictatorship, yes. Uh, so, you will have a good day. So take. <laughs> yes. Um. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, we just like just stuff like that, man. Just like we went because, like, after if I make him laugh. I feel good. If he makes me laugh, he feels good. If we make you laugh, we both feel good. Triple good. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's just, I think the world just needs more laughter. Yeah. And, and especially after like a year we had last year. Sure. Nobody wants that again. And, obviously. you know, obviously, like if you're listening and you think that me and him are just naturally like this, it's not true. I, I have bad days all the time. Sure. He has bad days. Yeah. Uh, but we force ourselves to look at life in a funny lens yeah. and a positive lens, and we encourage you to do the same. I wouldn't even say forces. It actually, I think it just comes natural for us. Well, not not for me. No? No. I have to force myself hmm. not to be funny. You hide it pretty well, though. I, I don't necessarily force myself to be funny. That's natural. Right. But I do have to force myself to be positive. Yeah, I That's you. what I mean. Sure. And it takes work, but, man, if you if yeah, it's so worth it. Yeah, yeah. Because life, life is beautiful. You just have to, you have to see it that way. It's yeah, a perspective, for sure. You have to have twerk ethic. <laughs> you do. Ah, that's the name of these podcasts. Um, but with that, man. Bye, everybody. <laughs> with bye, everybody. I, I'm glad that we're talking more about you know what the show's about. It means a lot to me. That, you know, we're not, and I, I think the talking about Conan <clears throat> kind of helped us get there. It's like, oh, yeah. He really helped a lot of people get through life, and we hope to do the same for you. For sure. But, He's been with me since high school. So, no. <clears throat> but yeah, with that, a long time. we need to go. Uh, don't forget, Rudy is going to be on the next podcast. That's going to be Rudy. super fun. And Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. Bye. On next week. Yes. Can't wait. Subscribe.